Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Do you love the Lord? Glory to God. Name above all names. Worthy, worthy, worthy of our praise. My heart will sing. How great. Ha. Yeah. Not in that key, though. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Glory to God. Why don't you turn to a couple people and say, He is a great God. And my heart will sing. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. And my heart will sing. How great. Thank you. He, He puts me where I can flow. But anyhow, it doesn't matter the key. Glory to God. How many are happy to be here at the Miracle Crusade Morning Edition? Praise God. I I hope you came excited and expectant. I'm expecting. I'm telling you, God is a good God. God's a great God. God's a miracle God. And, And truth be told, there's nothing hard about the miracle flow. I said, there's nothing hard about the miracle flow. It's an easy flow. It's an easy flow. It's just, it's just the God flow. Yes. Praise God. So we're so excited to be here and to get to minister to you this morning. And uh, how about we do it? Thank you, God. Man, worship, but man, that was just awesome. Thank you, Miss Regina and, and all the guys. I could have just stayed there, you know, but... We'll just keep going higher and higher today. And uh, I believe I have some things that will help you. I I had intended really to continue along the lines that we started yesterday. We started yesterday, you remember, talking about moving from bedtime prayers to end time prayers. And uh, if you keep coming this week, I believe there's some other things, some some essential things. You know, we can minister on this subject uh, from now until... Jesus comes, of course, and, and not exhaust it. There's so much there. It's such a huge part. Speaking of the subject of prayer, it's such a huge part of uh, the believer's life. I'm impressed to, to pick up on a, a certain aspect, though, today that's just a, a bit of a departure from where we were yesterday. You know, friends, people, people want to know all the time. I mean, you, you meet people, I meet people, and they want to know, what can I do to get God to move on my behalf? Anybody, anybody, uh, and by the way, it's okay to smile. <laughs> and if we do, thank, if we do miraculously say something that registers with you, it'd be okay to say amen, you know. Like Pastor was uh, speaking last night, I, you, you might have a reserved personality. We're not asking for a manifestation of your personality this morning, so that's okay. But, but still, give expression to the things of God. Uh, stay, stay engaged, you know what I mean? And uh, if you find your mind at the grocery store or at work or somewhere else, bring it right, bring it right on back and say, we're in church now. And so if you've never asked it, I've just had many people ask me, and I've, I've asked this question myself, what, what can I do to get God to move on, on my behalf? You know what the number one thing is? Recognize that God's already moved on your behalf. I said, recognize that God has already moved 
on your behalf. You know, when we're talking about all the blessings and all the, uh, all the components of our redemption, it's already been provided. And I mean, if you want to try to do something to get God to move, I suppose you could have them put a cross up on your front yard and you could go lay down on it and have them tie you to it and, and it'd be painful, but nail some, some nails in it and, and then have them put you up there and see if your blood is uh, good enough to accomplish something. But, but I can tell you, it's already been done once and for all by the only one whose blood was sinless. And everything that he died for, he died for you, spirit, soul, and body, so that you and I could be free, spirit, soul, and body. So, you know, it's just my, do what you want. And how many have found out people will do what they want? But I mean, it's just my recommendation. Use his sacrifice instead of trying to make your own. Hello. And, And you'll find that his sacrifice was sufficient. Amen. More than enough. And uh, when we talk about God's goodness and his greatness, I mean, uh, what he has provided for us, if our eyes were to be fully opened to all that he's already made available and, and is there in your life for you and for me, most Christians, were they to suddenly see that, their, their jaw would hit the floor. And they say, are you kidding me? All this, all this is, is, all this is exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or imagine. And by his great grace, he's made provision according to his will for your life. If you're in his will, walk it according um, he's provided. He's given us, uh, if you want some scripture to go along with this, you should. He's given us, Second uh, Peter says, all things that pertain to life and godliness. Well, you could say that word godliness is a reference to your spiritual life. And so that you could say the word life is a reference to your natural life. Whether you need it to serve him or to, or to serve him, um, you know, spiritually or naturally, He's given it to you. 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 He has given us all things. I see some heads nodding, but looks of despair still on, the, on some faces. And, and that, that's okay if that's where you are, but that's why I say certain things. 10, 12, 15 times. I'm not interested in getting through a sermon. I'm interested in getting through unbelief. I'm interested in, and I don't mean that in a, I don't mean that in a negative way. We all deal with it. I'm interested in, in getting, getting through to people's hearts, getting through to a place of clarity. And it's the truth, friends. He has given us all things that pertain, all things, all all, all things. Now, if you have a need that's not included in that phrase, all things, let me know what it is, and then we'll try to get God to move on our behalf. <laughs> no, you hear so much about, you know, well, if you, I, in fact, I saw this phrase, prayer that moves the hand of God. 
How much does it take? Well, let me just say, if his hand don't want to move, I want to know what kind of prayer you've come up with that will move it. And the idea is out there that if enough of us get together, then we can uh, squeeze that door open just enough for a little bit of blessing to squirt out and bless your life. That's not the right concept of God. It's not us against him. <laughs> he's on our side. I said he's on our side. And if, and if your mind does what my mind does, meaning that if, if I don't stay in the word enough, I start to drift over to natural thinking, you'll think that I got to try to get God to do something because I need something. And that's a, that's a lower form of thinking than you and I want to be walking in. He's on your side. He's already blessed us. He's already opened the spout where the glory comes out, as we say sometimes. The, the spout's open. This is good news today. This is good news today. We're not trying to get God to move. Hmm? Maybe by the end of the miracle crusade, we'll get a miracle. <laughs> when you talk about miracles, you're talking about the flow of the supernatural, which is the flow of God, the flow of God. Last night, what was delivered to us was the flow of God. And so the need is not to get God to move. Where would he go? <laughs> oh, God, move. Oh, God, move. Oh, God, move. Well, you don't like him where he is? <laughs> no, God, move. Come on, how many, how many, you've, you've prayed, you've prayed it yourself. Come on, be, be honest. Humble yourself today. Repent before the Lord. You've said it. I said, oh, God, move. I was in, I'm thinking of a service I was in right, right here in the great state of New York, the Empire State. You'd think people in the Empire State would, would know different. But uh, I was with a congregation um, in, in a particular church in a particular town, not, not my church and, and not even this church. So <laughs> just so you, in case you're wondering, but a different church in a different area. Uh, but I mean, they were, man, they were praying. We're praying for a move of God. God move, God move, God move. And I'm telling you, the spirit just, just flat fell. And everybody kept praying, God move, move, move. He had, he had, and, and there was no recognition of his movement. So it's not a matter of getting God to do something. It's a matter of us aligning our lives, seeing what he's done, recognizing what he's done and aligning our lives and making movement with him. And that's as easy as what we learned uh, a couple weeks ago. Now I'll tell you what we learned a couple weeks ago. We had some guests in town and we live in Colorado now. Do you know that? And uh, we, God moved us from here, but we loved it here. Anyhow, so we were in Colorado, and we took these guests whitewater rafting. And uh, our guide was an interesting fellow. His name was Corbin. He had a, he had a mullet haircut. 
And uh, Corbin was a character. We won't just tell you all that he, all that he said. But, but if you're going to go rafting, go with a guide, especially if you have a relationship that you want intact by the end of the trip. Ha- have a guide. Have a guide. And, and he, taught us, he taught us something called paddling together. Paddling together. If you paddle together... You make progress. If you don't paddle together, you go in circles and you get frustrated. Huh? The, the God life is, e- is as easy as paddling together. Just paddle with, paddle with the Spirit. Huh? If, if, if He says paddle backwards, then paddle backwards and you'll go the right direction. If He says paddle forward, because Corbin was in the back shouting directions. And could we'd have the left side of the raft, the right side of the raft, and he'd say, left side, front, right side, rear. And I'm, I'm going front, and my wife was on the right side, and she's going front. What, what's the deal? Well, she forgot which way was rear. <laughs> no. See, you'll hit it. Now, one time we went, paddle, we went rafting without a guide, yeah. and I decided to be the guide. <laughs> and, and, and we ended up no joke we ended up actually in a tree <laughs> we en- no we ended up in a tree on the side of the river in a tree and there's a whole lot of christians that their lives are just in a tree but god wants you to make progress god ha- god has help for us and so so it's an easy flow if you just paddle together with him it's an easy flow if you listen to the guide and if you just got to do it your way, then happy paddling against the flow, against the stream. But, but there's a lot of folk that don't do that on purpose. They do it because they don't know any different. And they think, I'm just, I got I to pray more prayers, pray more prayers, pray more prayers, pray more prayers. And the Lord's saying, uh, you know, because there were times where, where you didn't have to paddle. You got in the flow of this thing and you could chill and listen to Corbin tell stories. <laughs> You'd, you'd rather paddle, trust me. <laughs> and, you know, you're going through rapids. How many in life you, get, you go through some rapids in life? Huh? There's times where you get sprayed. There's times where you kind of bump into a rock. But you just got to know, you, all you have to do is ride the flow. Huh? And so it, it's not, it, when we talk about our prayer life, it's not that if we pray hard enough, God will finally hear us, and if everybody gets on one of his fingers, like, like remember Thanos in the, uh, in, where they had to try to, <clears throat> sorry, holy people, you don't know what I'm talking about. The people that have watched the Marvel movies and the Avengers, you remember how they tried to pry Thanos' fingers? Those folks think that, that that's how they have to do with God. If we can just, everybody get a finger. And if we'll pry it open, then, then God's hand of blessing will be open. And we take it real quick and get out of the way before he realizes what we did. Huh? Friends, we're, we're in the New Testament where he's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. We have been blessed. We have been blessed. We have been blessed. We're in the New Testament where God has reconciled the world to himself. And you don't have to pray like Brother Hagen used to pray. Do you know Brother Hagen wasn't always Brother Hagen in terms of knowledge and revelation? 
Brother Hagen became Brother Hagen in terms of knowledge and revelation, which means there's hope for you and me. Glory to God. So Brother Hagen, one time, I, I love those shoes. I keep staring at them, but they're not my size. They're, they're beautiful. Um, <clears throat> Brother Hagen would, would kept praying to the Lord, oh, God, save Uncle Larry. Anybody remember? Oh, God, save Uncle Larry. Because Uncle Larry was not acting like he ought to have been acting. And he was lost. And they, is that the one they saw him walking down the street? And he said, that walks like Uncle Larry. Who talks like, that walks like Uncle Larry? And he said, it is. It is Uncle Larry. And, uh, and so he said, oh, God, save Uncle Larry. And the Lord spoke back to him and said, that's what I'm trying to do. What to, what, when you say, oh, God, save my relative, what are we really, what are we asking him to do? Stop and think about that prayer. Are we asking Jesus to crawl back up on the cross and take more spikes and shed more blood? No, when, come on now, everybody. When Jesus died, was buried, rose again, it was finished. It was finished. And the Bible says in 2 Corinthians that God has reconciled the world to himself. Reconcile. What's that mean? He's brought the world back into relationship and agreement with himself. Does that mean everyone's saved? From God's standpoint, from God's standpoint, or we could say potentially, or let's say it this way, salvation has been given to all. But just because something's given does not make it a reality. What God has given must be received. Hmm? You know, if you have a mailbox out on the end of your street and you never go out there, all kinds of things could have been given. Can't really ask them to be brought any closer to your life than they already have. But if you don't get your, uh, if you don't arise and mosey on out to your mailbox and receive what's been and open it up then you then you enjoy no benefit huh there could be checks in that mailbox but i know why you're not going out there because there could be bills in that mailbox i know i know but but (laughs) but the blessings that come to your mailbox only bless your life if they're received. You could have the little Amazon. Do they have the little blue Amazon trucks up here now? No? Okay. Where we live, all, all the Amazon drivers have these blue, these blue uh, sprinter vans that they have. So they could come deliver stuff to your front door every day. And if you don't go open that door and take those packages up and bring them in your house, the blessings were given, but they weren't received. God has given salvation to every person. But the only ones we can say are saved are the ones who have received what's been given. God's given in the same way. God's given healing to every person. Already already done. Already done. Already done. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins might live into righteousness by whose wounds you were healed by whose wounds you were healed already done already done already done well I'm oh God heal sister Susie meaning what 
Meaning what? Well, touch her. <laughs> there is a way to pray. I said there is a way to pray. I'm just saying how most people pray. God, do it. Do it. Were the, were the 39 stripes not enough? I mean, did we, did, we miss, did we miss Susie's stripe? Huh? Were there stripes that were supposed to be laid that didn't get laid? Huh? No. 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 It's not a, ma- it's not a matter of getting God to give healing. It's a matter of us receiving. Receiving. You might say, well, Brother Joel, you ought to wipe that smile off their face, your face because I'm here with a serious situation. I don't just need healing. I need a miracle. What do you want God to do? Well, I want God to touch me. God's touched. I said he touched. He touched. He's touched you by making healing available. Well, I'm still just praying. I'm still just praying. Good. Are you praying effectively? Are you praying scripturally? Are you praying with the revelation that he's already paid the price? Well, I need, I need a miracle of provision. Well, did you know? Have you heard about the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ? That though he was rich, yet for Joel's sake... Yeah, he became poor that Joel, by his poverty, might be rich. Whoa! Have you heard that? Do you know that? And he didn't just do it for Joel? He did it for you. You must say, I don't know about that. I know. I know, that's why we're telling you about it. You need to hear it and hear it and hear it until when the checkbook and the bills tell you you are no longer rich and you never were and you never will be because because your mom and daddy weren't and they didn't pass down to you the wealth that the other people passed down to them and you weren't born in the right town to the right family and went to the right school and had the right education and 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 there's this reason and that reason and this reason and because you don't have the right president and you don't have the right economy going and this and that happened and we live in a we live in a economically depressed area and the region and the factory closed. Come on. And if you listen to that voice enough, you'll forget about the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. And so our prayer life needs to reflect. The revelation of the New Testament. Our prayer life needs to reflect the realities in the Spirit. But there is something, because I know what you're thinking, the same thing I think sometimes. We already talked about what can I do to get God to move. (laughs) Realize that he moved, number one. 
But there is something that you can do to get what he's made available into your life quicker. Are you interested or do you not so much care? How, ma- how many are interested? Okay, gosh. Then we better go down that road maybe. Um, well, let me, find a, let me find a scripture and we'll have you go there, okay? And really what I'm talking about today, you might say this, uh, this doesn't pertain to prayer. It most certainly does, what we're going to talk about and even what I've already talk, talked about. But I want to talk to you really about what comprises the biggest part of your prayer life or should make up the biggest part of your prayer life. I mean, I don't mean 51% of your prayer life. I'm talking about a huge majority. 80, 90% of your prayer life ought to be what we're talking about today. And it's what Pastor Nancy was ministering on last night when she was talking about the victory. And when she was talking about rejoicing and praising, you might say, that's not prayer. That's prayer. I said, that's, that's prayer. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, turn with me to first Thessalonians, if you would, the, the fifth chapter. Praise the Lord, somebody. And really, I think that when people think of praying, uh, they overlook some of these things. Praise God. Now, 1 Thessalonians 5, we start in the, uh, in the 16th verse, I believe. And it says, rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore. How long is evermore? Uh Uh-huh. Evermore. Pray without ceasing. And then it says, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So a couple things it mentions here. Rejoice evermore. All the time. All the time. So we know that's not talking about when you feel like it. Because if you're like me... I don't feel like rejoicing all the time. Right, right. I don't feel like rejoicing uh, when, when, we, when you get bad news. Right. Huh? Right. Right. Which means nothing. Right. 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 I, I, when you, meaning your feelings. of Feelings of joy don't even come, to, come into play here. There's not a single time in Scripture where the Bible tells you if you feel like it, do it. Huh? Do you know any verses? Can you think of any verses where it says, um, if you feel like it, because we don't want to, you know, we don't want to make you uncomfortable. We don't want to bruise your emotions or anything like that. And we don't, we don't want you to get in a, in a spiritually unhealthy state where you need spiritual rehab and healing. Come on now. So only if you feel like it, only if you're comfortable. No, 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 no. Evermore. Evermore, honey. Evermore, bro. Come on now. Evermore. Rejoice evermore. And then pray without ceasing. Now, here's an interesting thing because if you, you know, you go with the, with the definition that most people carry around in their mind of prayer, what do they kind of automatically think of when you talk about praying? Well, they automatically think of really asking. Asking. So asking without ceasing? 
Not, not, if, not if you know something about faith. And if you don't know something about faith, you're in bigger trouble than, uh, than we, we want to talk about. So you need to know something about faith. You need to know some things about faith. Hello, hello, hello. No, no, we don't. It's not just ask without ceasing. But I believe, and it's been said by others who are, who are you know, much more studied, I guess, than me. They've said that praise is the highest form of prayer. Praise is the highest form of prayer. Well, why is that? Well, well because praise uh, is what follows your persuasion that you believe you received. Hmm? There's nothing, what, what else is left to do if you believe it's done? If you believe God heard you, if you believe God answered you, then there's nothing left to do. There's nothing that remains but praise, worship, and thanksgiving. So could we say, could we say it this way without, without doing any you know, change to the scripture? Praise without ceasing. Ah, oh, now we're cooking with peanut oil, as they say, right? <laughs> praise without ceasing. So you have rejoice evermore. Praise without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. Give thanks. In everything, give thanks. For this, this, rejoicing, praising, thanking, this is the will of God in Christ for you. Now, friends, there's a lot of scriptures that, uh, and uh, you know, a lot of things that encourage us to do the will of God, but mighty few scriptures that say this is the will of God. I think of this one and I think over in Ephesians 5 where it says, be not unwise, but be not drunk with wine, but be filled with the spirit. But be not un unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Not being drunk with wine or not, not filling your life and saturating yourself with the, with the world's way of, of doing things, but be filled and saturated with the spirit. Well, these things are expressions of the spirit. And they're part, of, they're part of your prayer life. Matter of fact, they're not just part of your prayer life. I'd say this, that they're the, by far the biggest part, should be the biggest part of your prayer life. Meaning that more than I ask, and even more than I pray in other tongues, which is, I mean, that's the holy grail of, of the, of, come on now, that's the, and you know I believe in it. And I know you believe in it. And, and we understand that is, a, that is a place of great, great importance. But you, you do that 24 hours a day? If you do, you're missing out on some of these things. Because it doesn't say speak in tongues without ceasing, speak in tongues forevermore. Again, I'm not diminishing it. Trust me. Uh, I owe a whole lot to it. <laughs> so do you, right? But I'm just saying, th these are the things that this is the part of your prayer life that this is all the time, all the time. Praise, worship, and thanksgiving. Rejoicing, rejoicing, worship, thanksgiving. And we talked about it last night, but I just wanted to kind of, you know, amplify or, or build on it a little more since such a great foundation was laid for us on that. Now, a lot of times when we read these, these couple verses, we read them as a little trio, right? Uh, rejoice, pray or praise, give thanks. 
I don't know if you've ever noticed, and I didn't until the Lord brought my attention to it one day, and so I'll share this with you, that the next verses are connected with this in a major way. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Look what the next phrase says. Quench not the spirit. Quench not the spirit. Now, is it the Amplified Bible that, that says, don't suppress? The spirit says something along those lines. I don't have it pulled up. But don't suppress, subdue. Sub, thank you. Don't su suppress or subdue the spirit. How many remember, you have to be a little older, how many remember Sucrets? What well, it was a cough? Suppressant. And what's a, what's a suppressant? The word press is in there. A suppressant is something that holds something down and holds something in and, and, and secrets. If you had those disgusting mental secrets, those were disgusting. And then, and then my dad, my dad didn't throw nothing away ever, ever. And so my dad had a thing of secrets that he had for about 25 years. Uh, one, of the, one of the metal tins from the 60s. And, you know, during the course of temperature changes, those secrets had kind of melted. So, yeah, they're rusty. You pull it out. <laughs> but but uh, the, those secrets, they're supposed to keep stuff down, keep stuff in. And I, I want to tell you if, you, if you fail to rejoice, if you fail to praise, if you fail to give thanks... Then you're, a, then you're a spirit suppressant. You're hindering, you're keeping the flow of the spirit contained. We don't want the flow of the spirit contained. We want full flow. Full flow. There should be a flow. If the only time you ever utter praise to God is when you come to church, you're quenching the Spirit in your life. There is a flow that God has. And what do we say miracles are? The flow of God. You know, there's a lot of different terms for what God does in the Bible. You know, power, spirit, miracles, anointing. And sometimes we think they're all different things. Well, no, I need the anointing today, not power. No, no, no. It's, a, it's all His flow. It's all Him. It's all His flow. We don't need spirit suppressants. If you'll pray, praise without ceasing. If you'll rejoice evermore. If in everything you'll give thanks, you will release into your life the flow of the miraculous. You're welcome. Yes, yes, yes. It's true. It's true. It's a Bible. I'm, I'm, I'm using the Bible today. Praise the Lord. I'm going to say it again. This, that, this verse, quench not the spirit, goes with these other verses. It goes with these other verses. There's something that happens when we praise, rejoice, give thanks, 
Not just like some people say, well, I do it in my heart. You're a liar. You're a liar. Because if it's, if it's in your heart that much, where will we see it? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth leaks, speaks. <laughs> if it's really in your heart, it will come out of your mouth. So don't lie and say, well, I do it in my heart. Well, I'm just not comfortable. We never asked you if you were comfortable. God never said only if you're comfortable. Preachers invented that. Because <laughs> I've seen services, well, if you're comfortable joining in with us today for worship, listen. You know, my take on these things is he wasn't comfortable when he opened the way for all these things. I don't need to, I mean, y'all have the most comfortable chairs ever in the world. The air, thank God you have air conditioning. I could use, you know, maybe a degree or two cooler, but I'm not going to fight that fight because other people don't feel that way. But no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. So <laughs> it's nice to be comfortable, but who cares? I want, I want the full flow of God in my, I want the flow of the miraculous in my life. And instead of praying, oh God, do it, oh God, do it, oh God, do it, let's realize what he's done. And I understand there are things to ask for. Don't get me wrong. There are, and there are different ways to pray. And we've, we've already, you know, gone a couple different directions in these meetings. And like I said, there's other things we still want to get over to you as God would help us. But I'm telling you, this should be the biggest, the biggest. This should take, because you can't, you don't ask 24 seven, but you can praise all the time, all the time. Huh? What does Psalm 34, 1 say? Anybody know? I will bless the Lord at all times. Huh? That's not how most Christians practice that verse. Hmm? I will bless the Lord at special times. That's what they, huh? The special time of worship. Well, maybe I'll bless the Lord. I'll bless the Lord at special times. His praise shall occasionally be in my mouth. Huh? If I'm comfortable. No, I'll bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall conti continue, continually. Con a continual flow. A continual flow. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Rejoicing all the time. Ha, 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 ha. What's that? That's, that's uh, an expression of joy in case you've never heard laughter before. Well, there was nothing funny. We're not, you, you, there, there need not be anything funny for you to feel. You just obey the word. And so it ought to be a, a, a Christian who's a doer of the word ought to all the time, oh, praise you, Father. Glory, glory, glory. And when you think of the needs that are facing you, instead of that making you quiet and suppressing and quenching the flow of God, you override it. You just override it. 
And when you, th- and, and when you start to get that sinking feeling, you grab yourself by the ear and you say, oh, Father, I just want to thank you. I thank you again. I thank you again. Not trying to get you to move. Not trying to move the hand of God. No, I thank you that I have it. I thank you that it's mine. I thank you that you provided it. I thank you that I have it. I thank you that it's done. I got about 50 scriptures I could give you. And we got through one passage, but that's all right. But I I, I mean, I'm telling you, this is, I think most Christians know it. But how many do it? I'm thinking of it. Is it the uh, 24th Psalm? Maybe. Let me take a quick peek. You want to take a peek with me? Thank you, Master. Glory, glory, glory. Praise, 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 praise. Uh, Yes, 22nd Psalm. That's what I'm looking for. Psalm 22. So I was in the neighborhood. And the third verse where it says, uh, if you're in Psalm 22, verse 3 says, You are holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. I'm going to understand that if God would inhabit Israel's praise... He didn't have it, the praises of his folk today. Huh? Do you remember, Pastor Nancy, I believe made mention to it. I don't know. Sometimes I'll sit there and think of a scripture and she didn't actually say it. But I think she did talk about Jehoshaphat putting the praisers in front of the battle. Huh? How did God inhabit their, their praises? He got, he, ride, he rode into the battle on their praise. You know, we have a vehicle, and, and if I said, okay, let's everybody inhabit the vehicle, which I don't say that. Do you, you don't use that language. But what do we say? We just say get in. Everybody get in. But what are we doing? We're inhabiting that vehicle. We're getting in and going somewhere on it. God inhabits our praise. What's that mean? When praises go up, he gets in. When praises come out, he gets in. You can give God a ride to your own victory celebration. (laughs) What what was it? God leads us. I know it in the Message Bible. I forget the the translation Pastor shared last night. But uh, God leads us from place to place in one perpetual victory parade, the message translates. That's 2 Corinthians 2.14, where it says he always causes us to triumph in the King James. He leads us from place to place in one perpetual victory parade. Praise, worship, thanksgiving, rejoicing. Does it work? Does it work? You ought to ask the, the, the one leper. Now, most people know the story of the 10 lepers, but this is just the one, one of the 10, the, that the Bible says he turned back. You know, the 10, 10 lepers came to him, cried out afar off, 
Lord, you know, help us, have mercy on us. Uh, we want to, and Jesus said, go show yourselves to the priest. The Bible says as they went, they were cleansed. And their leprosy stopped. The disease stopped progressing. Things dried up. Things cleared up. And the Bible says, but one of them, when he saw that he was healed or that he saw that he was cleansed, he turned back and fell at Jesus' feet with a loud voice. Luke 17, if you go to the Amplified Bible, I want to see that, and I don't, I'll let, rather have you turn to it than me turn to it. But with a loud voice, glorified God. And in the Amplified, that's okay. That's okay. We get it. We get it. Uh, verse 15 in the Amplified of Luke 17 says, Then one of them, upon seeing that he was cured, turned back, recognizing and thanking and praising God in his heart. Is that what it says? Huh? In his heart? No, it says with a loud, with a loud voice. With a loud voice. Well, I'm just not a loud person. Good, thank you. I don't, we don't, I don't want to be around you if you're a loud person. But there's times you're going to have to get loud. There's times you're going to have to get loud to drown out the voices that are being loud to you. There's times you have to get loud to drown out the opposition. And verse 16 in the Amplified says, and he fell prostrate at Jesus' feet, thanking him over and over. And you know the story, and I, you know, we, kind of, we kind of put some conjecture in here, but I think you can. Uh, you know the story that Jesus said, Go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Implying, if not just stating, at least implying that some of the effects of that leprosy were reversed. Turned back. Wholeness as though the disease had never happened. Yes. Yes. But... What a scene that was. I mean, let's just say I'm Jesus. And, and would you like to be the leper? Because <laughs> it says the leper came and fell prostrate at Jesus' feet. Loudly at, at his feet. At his feet. Loudly. Loudly giving him thanks over and over and over. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And it, thank you, thank you, thank you. And over and over. And it doesn't say how long that continued. But as he loudly gave thanks over and over, God got in. And Jesus was okay with standing there while, while it happened. And really, if you, give, if you want to give thanks for just a, a minute, then maybe that's what you give. We don't know how long. We don't know how long. He sat there and gave thanks loudly. and loud. But we know that God inhabited. God got in his thanksgiving 
and worked miraculously. One more story. Jesus is teaching the people. And uh, I guess there was a break in the teaching because I know the disciples wouldn't have just interrupted him or maybe they would have. But they came and say, uh, everyone's getting hungry. What are we going to do? And the, Jesus already had it, it, had it come into his heart what to do. But he let his disciples, you know, have enough rope to where they hung themselves a little bit. And they said, well, there's a boy here uh, who has five loaves and two fish. But what are these among so many? You know, and so Jesus said, bring it to me. And we all know what happened, that because he was Jesus, he was able to just multiply. He said, uh, uh, hocus pocus coming to focus. And <laughs> all of a sudden, when they opened their eyes, there was a huge table full of loaves and full of fishes, all wrapped up to be COVID safe and in to-go boxes. Huh? And everybody got a box and went back to their seat. That's not exactly what happened. But a whole lot of people think of it that way. No, what happened was Jesus took them. And the Bible says the only spiritual act the Bible mentions, this is over in John chapter 6, says he gave thanks. And he broke and gave to his disciples and then the disciples to the people. And as much as they wanted, they ate. And they had 12 baskets left over. Now, now wait a second. Jesus is giving thanks. And as he's giving, you know, we, we might think, he said, uh, Father, we thank you for these bount your bountiful blessings and for this food and bless the hands that prepared it. And we receive it now blessed. No, 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 sweetheart. No. He gave, this wasn't a Thanksgiving act. This was a Thanksgiving event. If you read later on in John, they talk, they, they reference this and they talk about the time when Jesus had given thanks. It was something substantial enough that they remembered it and made reference to it. They said they, he had given thanks with the loaves and the fish might be around the 12th chapter. I don't remember at the moment. But anyhow, he's there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And then the disciples, they took and they broke. Thank you, Master. Thank you. And as long as the praise continued, as long as the thanksgiving continued, they're, they're taking what they need and they're passing it down and giving thanks. And they're thanking God. And multiplication came during the thanksgiving. So we have, we have with the leper, we have incurable disease being erased through an act of thanksgiving. With these loaves and fish, we have lack, deficiency being eradicated through a thanksgiving event. Where God was able to get in yes. and ride to the situation on their praises. 
They didn't hinder his flow by sitting there crying. What are we going to do? We can't slice it thin enough for everybody. Huh? I keep trying to slice it and it breaks before I get it sliced and I can't. And then they don't have enough. No, 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 no. More than enough. More than that's the flow of God. And instead of suppressing it, instead of just being quiet because I don't know know what's going to happen. No, no, no. They gave thanks. They praised. They rejoiced. And and the flow of the miraculous ran its course just like it does today. Praise, 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 praise. This is some powerful stuff that we're to be doing all the time. I think if people knew how powerful it was, they'd be doing it all the time. And when you wake up at night and you're finding your way to the bathroom, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Whether you're thinking of your problem or whether you're thinking of your need or not, just make it your flow. Make it your flow. And there will be a flow. Quench not. Quench not the Spirit. Let the Spirit move in you. Let the Spirit flow through you. And if you'll do that, then when the Spirit wants to move corporately or when you're in a service, then you won't have to sit there and prime the people to try to extract a praise out of them. Oh, come on. Maybe we can pull a praise out. No, no. People will already be in that flow. And that is the flow of the miraculous. Which is the flow of our day. Glory to God. So I say that we practice this a little bit today. Now, how many know you can give thanks to music, but you can give thanks without music? And we'll, we'll at least start doing it without music. Can I, can, I say, can I say one more little thing that, that's, that, that I might should say? Um, you know, over, <laughs> sorry, over in um, 1 Corinthians 14, when Paul is giving a lot of instruction regarding uh, tongues, and, you know, you have to understand that in that chapter, he's particularly giving instruction for public worship and things, how things happen in the church, but there's a whole lot of goodies in there, too that teaches some of the benefits of tongues. And uh, one of the things he mentions is uh, giving thanks in other tongues. And he said, you, you, you give thanks well doing it, but when you do it like that in public, hello, nobody knows what you're saying, and they can't say amen. They can't agree to it. So he's saying in public, don't necessarily, meaning when you're blessing the food at a, at a meal and there's a crowd there, that's not the time to do it in tongues. <laughs> But what is one of the purposes for tongues? Well, tongues helps you go beyond what you know. Right? Right? Tongues helps you go beyond your mentality, beyond your your natural knowledge. You can even allow the Spirit of God to flow to situations in your life that you don't even know about. That's exciting. I said, that's exciting. Glory to God. 
But we don't just do, we don't just give thanks in tongues. So we're going to give thanks. We're going to praise. We're going to rejoice. And, and you're going you're gonna to do like the, if, if you want the blessing of the leper, I recommend you don't just sit there and do it on your own. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Huh? There's, there's a time to lift your voice. Now, now, if I'm asleep, my wife knows don't get loud. Not that she wouldn't wake me up anyhow. It wouldn't matter. But, but uh, you don't get loud if you're in bed and somebody's asleep next to you. Right? We understand. It's not the volume. It's the flow. Oh, glory. Glory, glory, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, Master, we praise you. We rejoice in you. We bless you. We magnify you. Ha, 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 ha. Hey, 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 hey. Ho, 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 ho. Yes, we give you praise. Yeah, we worship you. Yes, we do. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Worship you. Oh, we give thanks. We thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Master. Hey, 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 hey. Glory to God. 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 Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory to God. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Woo! Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory. 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 Thank you, Father. It's already done. Thank you for what you've already done. Thank you for what's already been accomplished. Thank you for what we already have. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. Ha. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ha. Yeah. 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 Glory. 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 Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Ha 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 
Thank you, Master. Yeah, yeah. Miracles are flowing. Miracles are flowing. Miracles are flowing. Yes, they are. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Glory to God, glory, 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 glory. Oh, we give praise, we give praise, we give praise, we give praise, we give thanks, we give thanks, we give thanks, we rejoice, 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 ah, we rejoice. We rejoice. Glory, 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 glory. Ha, ha, Ha 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 Hey, 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 hey,
Ha, 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 ha. 
glory, 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 glory. Praise, praise, praise. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. Hallelujah. Israelites 
when they came into the promised land was how to take walls down. (laughs) One of the first things, this is how you do it. This is how you take the land that I've given you. You might think, I just, I'm looking at that problem. I'm looking at the problem. It's so big. I keep looking at the problem. He had him walk around that for several days. And he said, now watch this. (laughs) Open your Not shout for fear. Not not shout because you don't know what you're going to do. Not not shout because uh, the walls are so big. Shout because God has already given you everything that pertains to life and to godliness. Everything that you could possibly need has already been given. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.